Welcome to BNB Books and Banter, a podcast where we are currently reading through Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive. This is Linda. And I'm Sarah. We're currently reading the first book, The Way of Kings. Episode 73, where all the bombs go into cliffhangers. And so we arrive on the last numbered chapter. Yes. Chapter 75 in the top room Mm. so you know the way we keep getting like bombshells after bombshells in these last couple of chapters yeah yeah that continues i think yeah and then i'm actually finding this to be a little interesting that this is the start of the high storm but basically navani is cuddling with dalinar and i thought usually he's like up and about and that's why he ties himself down in a chair mm. that's not happening here so i don't know <laughs> this time uh navani is the one holding him <laughs> oh i see i see we'll go with that mm. but she she apparently did was not happy with how he treated elokar no she knows it's necessary but at the same time like the mother and her is like i'm still gonna be mad at you i know it's the right thing but I reserve the right to be mad. Yeah, it is her son. <laughs> yeah, it is. So yeah, Dalinar is having a vision. Mm-hmm. And what is most unusual about this vision is that it's one he's had before. Yes, and he's realized this is basically a repeat. Mm. But I think this time he better understands the message because he's not as doubtful anymore and now every single word is important mm-hmm. and then again like we suspected the everstorm comes the true desolation and then this is because of the way it's phrased you must prepare build of your people a fortress of strength and peace a wall to resist the winds cease squabbling and unite there's a part of me because you know i totally had that like comp- conspiracy moment the last episode <laughs> the last mm. chapter that we talked um what if what's his name again the king Taravangian yes what if he also has this vision and that's why he is out to do what he's doing because he said he wanted to build a wall right yeah it's very possible maybe I'm too paranoid now no I mean, the fact that it's appeared from two different perspectives here is interesting because it's a bit weird to say I want to build a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if both Dalinar and Tarvengian are getting the same visions, they're approaching it from very markedly different ways. But that also means there has to be commonalities between Dalinar and Tarvengian for that triggered... Mm. right or something that causes the both of them to be able to see these to see these visions and we don't know what that commonality is like i don't know if it's personality it just or if it's a shared experience somehow well they are both in power yeah but then wouldn't it technically be elokar who gets the visions then instead of would you send elokar the visions i mean i wouldn't but again we're looking (laughs) We're looking at this vision and he's saying, like, I don't even know if 
anybody's going to receive basically this video diary. Yeah, that's what's most interesting about it. All these visions are actually just a visual novel. Mm-hmm. But a little more interactive, right? Because Dalinar was able to talk to some people. Yes, but he can't talk to this voice. Right. It's just kind of interesting for that Dalinar... It took until this moment for Dalinar to realize that he was never able to interact with the person speaking to him in these mm. Yeah. Like, all this time, this person wasn't hearing him, wasn't reacting to him, wasn't ignoring him. Right. He just made all these assumptions. Right. And then what's interesting is, I don't know if we want to just kind of straight hop to it and say it, but that this person is God. Yes, this is the Almighty. The Almighty. And then he talks, and I and I had to bring this up earlier to kind of like frame it, because at one point he says, cultivation, she is better at it than I. Mm. About looking into the future. So does that imply that even though he's the Almighty, there's still... Other gods. Other gods? Yeah. yeah. I would say so. Um, like this whole the vision that Dalinar is having is what the Almighty is seeing as a possible future. Yes. Unlike other visions we have seen where Dalinar knows they are references to the past. Mm-hmm. What he's seeing here is um, Kolinar um, as it is now, but destroyed. Right. And yeah, the Almighty makes reference to cultivation and to someone called Odium. Right. Which indicates that the Almighty is not the only one. Well, and he's not Almighty because Odium killed him. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. I just yes, he is dead. It. He is dead. <laughs> yeah. The Almighty is gone. Did we know that already? Yes. Yes, we did, didn't we? Never explicitly. Because we've, we've heard ODM's name before, mm. and we know that there was something wrong. And then I guess my question is, how did the Almighty die? Yeah. How does a god die? Right. Like, I want to know. Because technically, that's what they would have to do to ODM, right? Yeah. So how do you kill a god? And will there be a new Almighty? Mm. Well... The Almighty's actual message is that Dalinar needs to create the Knights Radiant once again. Yeah, to recreate it. So, is it through this path that they can? Hold on, before we go there, mm-hmm. I was going to say there is a vision that the Almighty shows Dalinar of the um, Black Storm front, basically. Yeah. And he says, if I fear it, then you should too. Mm. super super ominous this isn't your uh, average garden variety storm mm-hmm. all right and then yeah you were saying that Dalinar had to basically reinstate the knight's radiant mm-hmm. or refound actually would be more accurate yeah and even with that the almighty says without the dawn shards makes it sound like even if we if Dalinar was able to achieve this crazy impossible task it still might not be enough yeah so this is quite daunting refound an organization that has been gone for 
thousands of years. And has a tarnished reputation. Mm-hmm. And you may not actually achieve anything. Right. And then there's still not enough information for Delana to have a plan, right? So he go. I mean, there's here's like a teaser, right? You might be able to get him to choose a champion. He is bound by some rules. All of us are. A champion could work well for you, but it is not certain. So what is all this right here? There's so mm. much hints right here. All of us are. I think that's a solid confirmation. There is more than just the almighty ODM and cultivation. Mm-hmm. And then now is the question of what are the rules? Yeah. So this enemy that the almighty wants Dalinar to face up against obviously has, there is some sort of history of engagement or rules of engagement around how you deal with them that this person will be bound to follow somehow. And if you can get him to nominate a champion, then you may have a chance of defeating the champion. Right. But good luck because there's no Dawn charts. Right. (laughs) And then all I could think about is the bad guys always cheat. (laughs) They know all of the rules of engagement. They know what they can and cannot do. But, you know, the good guys are never handed a manual and said, here you go. Mm. Everything you need to know. (laughs) So, yeah, he's not really leaving a lot of information, useful information here. Right. Dalinar. Useful practical information. Right. Yeah, the only thing I think that's super solid is this whole, like, the bit right before. Life before death, strength before weakness. Journey before destination. Speak again the ancient oaths and return to men the shards they once bore. So we know that Kaladin has spoken the life before death mantra and he's done his second one. Yep. I to protect those who are unprotected. Um, I don't remember the exact phrase. Should we look it up? It's fairly recent. Let me see if I can go back. I will protect those who cannot protect themselves. There you go. So that was the second oath. Yes. So we know that Dalinar has at least one Knight's Radiant up and coming in Kaladin. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knows he has a Knight's Radiant. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but I think he needs more than one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the way this was kind of phrased makes it sound like Dalinar also here has the potential. Mm-hmm to be a Knight's Radiant. Mm-hmm. And he if he had just said those words, then maybe something would happen. I don't know. Yeah. He needs to have a Kaladin moment. That's right. Alright, that's all I have for this chapter. So are we moving on to the epilogue? Yeah. But like, also, like you said, cliffhanger to the freaking max. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so much because the epilogue is with none of the main characters that's the last we see of them i'm fine with it i'm fine to hang out with wit it's true it's true so yeah of most worth also a very interesting chapter title mm-hmm. and wish is in kolinar he went to the capital of lethkar yes and he's waiting uh, yeah 
and talking to these guards. <laughs> He's not talking. He is winding up the guards deliberately. True. And then um, he has an instrument called an anther, a squared stringed instrument you play from above, plucking its strings while it's sat on your lap. Hmm. Also interesting. I just wanted to point it out. It seems like Owit is skilled with multiple instruments. Hmm. Seems so. So yeah, but he is waiting. And as he waits, he asks the guards philosophical questions. I want to go back to where you said Wit was winding up the guards. Mm. He Was he light-eyed before this? Was it ever mentioned that he was light-eyed? I don't know, because it sounds like Wit intentionally somehow have, like, somehow has given himself blue eyes. Because he, there was that brief mention about, you know, different cultures giving different things value and mm. the color of eyes. Yeah. Anyways, so he's forcing the guards to address him respectfully as Bright Lord. Yes. Because he has light colored eyes, so he can demand that kind of thing. This is why I say he's winding them up. <laughs> <laughs> and so his uh, question is what do men consider the most valuable of talents? Mm, an interesting concept. It is asking for like a generalized answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he says their answers speak for the souls of men in our hearts. We want to believe in and would choose great accomplishment and virtue. That's why our lives, particularly to ourselves, are so beautiful. I liked it. That's why mm. I had to read it out loud. Is it a lie or is it an aspiration? I think that would depend on the individual, right? Mm. If you are aspiring to be like an embodiment of those great virtues that you so admire, right? And you're taking strides to do that, then it would be an aspiration. But if you are just content with who you are and where you're at, then I would say it's a lie. How is it a lie to appreciate talent, even if you don't have it? It's not to appreciate talent, right? It's to say if, because it would only, it would only be like a lie if I told myself that, of course, I'm a great musician, but I've never picked up an instrument in my life. But this is what you value. Yeah, but that you can value music. Mm. Right? And not play it. Yes. That doesn't make it a lie. It's a lie if you think that this isn't what people actually value, but it seems to be the right answer. Hmm. I guess what I'm trying to say is, even if you appreciate music, right? Mm -hmm. You would still constantly improve yourself in your musical knowledge, mm -hmm. either by exploring like new pieces or, you know, I get, I'm trying to think of it. I'm like, what if I like, because I have no musical talent whatsoever. I'm like, what can I do to show that I do appreciate music, right? There has to be something you can do to show your appreciation of it. Mm -hmm. That is just more than saying that. Listening I guess what I'm trying to, to say is... Consuming it's, it? Yeah, you have to interact with the whatever mm -hmm. talent or whatever it is that you are picking. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's one of those... The more you dive into something, the less you know. 
Mm. And therefore, you're constantly interacting and improving yourself. Yeah. Versus just sitting on your laurels and say, hey, yeah, you know, I, I heard this one piece and now I appreciate music and then never listen to it again. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if that made sense. I feel like we went really long and I was just trying to explain <laughs> something that I could <laughs> I could have explained better, but I didn't know how. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I mean, the whole point of it was to... I don't know if Wit was actually expecting a proper answer or if he was just time-wasting. I think, I think it's a bit of both. Mm. Because sometimes you get the answers to your questions when and where you least expect it, right? Yeah, that's true. So that sometimes, or rather, in this case, I think... What is just trying to pass time and in doing so, this is one of the questions that he's been grappling with. So he just kind of threw it out there to see if he can get a good discussion or a good answer in this case. Yeah. But they are interrupted. There's a knock on the gate. Yes. I mean, that's downplaying it a little. It's quite loud. (laughs) Yeah. So we have a dark-skinned man with long matted hair and basically looking very ratty overall Mm -hmm. but still somehow he has the shard blade yes and his shard blade is long narrow and straight shaped like an enormous spike Mm -hmm. and wit calls him the lost one he says welcome lost one Mm. wit whispered and he gets no answer (laughs) right and clearly like he's and not wit but like the man is not okay nope he's dazed he can barely walk straight he's dark-eyed and he's dark-eyed yep i thought that once you actually got a shard blade your eyes changed color yeah right that's something we talked about like Mm. so i don't know like is it only when he's i guess the question is when they are using their um when they're using stormlight maybe that's when their eyes change colors maybe but if that's the case like it hasn't been noted for kaladin yet because well has kaladin used a shard blade well not shard blade but like stormlight Mm. it hasn't been i mean he is kind of glowing it's a bit hard to concentrate on you know on what colors his eyes yeah (laughs) fair 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 so yeah, this figure though, dark eyes. Yes, yeah, so he says that I am Teleno Ilin, and his second title is Herald of the Almighty. Mm-hmm. Oof, after we just learned that the Almighty is already dead, so how can you still be his herald? So I have a question. Okay. Is this the same person who was in that picture that was ha- hanging up in Elokar's palace? I believe so, yeah. The stone ah, carving? Yeah. Because it does say... Didn't we kind of look this up? Because our our different versions of the book, some of us had writing and some of us didn't. Yeah. So is this the same? If you look in the um, leather-bound book, it's one of the last one towards the end. You might see the writing on there. I think it's labeled. I'm, I'm going to Google it. Um... This is a different person. It's not who we think it was? Okay. 
Nope. Okay. So never mind that bit. Yeah. So he has come basically as a very belated herald mm. to warn that the desolation has come. And I think there are multiple warnings that the desolation has come and there are various people who have received it. Yes. So who keeps sending these warnings? And uh, why are these warnings coming so late? Right. And then here's wit. But most importantly, timeliness. I <laughs> fear you may be too late, my confused and fortunate friend. Oh. oh, what a way to end the book. I know. More questions. <laughs> More questions. And it's like, how late is too late? Too, because I want to know, like, like how soon is the desolation coming or, or is it just the you know that the the other side has basically been gathering their forces like months in advance years in advance and mm. we you know i just want to know how late is too late well wit seems to think it's too late that's true but wit also hasn't been doing much else he's just that been observing so if he knows something bad's gonna happen has he just been watching it happen seems to be that way and he also seems to be like his i would hate to say like interference but like his part in the things that are about to happen mm. has been very minimal mm -hmm. like he's kind of spoke with kaladin and he kind of hinted at stuff with delinar and but that's really about it mm -hmm. you know unless he spoke more with Elokar than we think. Unlikely. Yeah, exactly. I'm of that same mindset. But, you know, I had to throw it out there. Benefit of the doubt. And it doesn't seem like he was even warning his own apprentice. No. Right? It, so. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Th this is like, what a way to end a book. Yeah. Just, you know. Two bombs, like the last sentences of the, these two chapters. Yeah. I am, I was, God. Like the entire of part five has been bombshell after bombshell. Yeah, it moved really fast. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of information to go through. But at the same time, kind of not because it's just like a big event that was hinted at and that was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got nothing else. Nothing crazy on my end this time. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we got a lot of answers to events happening in the book at the very end. But mm -hmm. at the same time, we've also gotten more questions about the big overhanging thing that's been present for the whole book but hasn't immediately impacted anything. Mm -hmm. So it's like we can't see the big picture quite yet. Yeah, yeah. Like we have a bunch of little threads and we're just like, Maybe this goes there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, so... Yeah. Feels like I'm leaving Kaladin and Dalinar alone. I mean, we're leaving the whole entire crew alone for, for a, a little, little bit. while. <laughs> yeah. This is the last episode for this book. Thank you to all you wonderful people for joining us on this epically long journey. But look forward to tackling the next book with us. We'll be doing a recap of our experiences and when we'll start the next book. So please keep an eye out for that episode. Thank you.
If you enjoyed this episode, please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter or on Instagram at BN Banter Podcast. Again, that's BN Banter Podcast to get episode updates. If you extra love us, please leave a review wherever you get your podcast to help spread the joy.